unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Over 2,000 years ago, God gave a gift for all people. That gift is His Son, Jesus Christ, who came to pay the penalty for our sins. His death satisfied God's justice. His resurrection proved it. Hi, my name is Mark Costello, and I'm a member of the Mattapanai Indian Tribe of Virginia. The last week of Christ's life, it's known as Passion Week, or the Week of Suffering. It began with Palm Sunday, and culminated with the death and burial of Jesus. The last time on The Storyteller, we talked about the significance of the death of Christ. His willing sacrifice in our place is what separates His death from every other. On today's edition, I want to share with you about the significance of the resurrection. The Apostle Paul wrote, For I passed on to you as most important what I received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. These are the pillars of the good news, the gospel, that one, Jesus died for our sins, two, that He was buried, and three, that He rose from the grave. Because these are true, you and I, we have hope. Every life story shared here on The Storyteller has been impacted directly by this very good news. I'd like to now share with you the story of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead as it comes from God's Word. I'm pulling this story from four gospel accounts, the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John at the beginning of the New Testament. The story picks up right on the tail end of the crucifixion of Jesus. He's died on the cross, given his life for us. On Friday evening, after the crucifixion, a rich man came named Joseph, who had become a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and laid it in his new tomb. He rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb, and then departed. On the next day, the Sabbath, the chief priests and Pharisees went together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember while Jesus was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days I will rise. Therefore, command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, so that his disciples will not come by night and steal him away, and say to the people, He is risen from the dead. Pilate said to them, You have a guard. Go and make it as secure as you know how. So they went and secured the tomb, sealing the stone, and setting the guard to stand watch. Suddenly, As Sunday dawned, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven 
and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards were shaking in fear of him and became like dead men. Early Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Peter and John and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter and John went out, going to the tomb. They both ran together, but John outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Stooping down and looking in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the cloth that had been around his head was not with the others, but folded and laid in a place by itself. Then John went in also and saw and believed. They did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples left and returned to the place where they were staying. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. And as she cried, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had been lying. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you crying? She answered them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was him. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you seeking? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said to him, Sir, If you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't cling to me, Mary, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and tell them for me, I am ascending to my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. At the same time, some of the guards came into the city and reported to the chief priests all the things that had happened. When they had gathered with the elders and agreed together, they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, saying, Tell anyone who asks. His disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. If the governor hears of this, we will deal with him and keep you out of trouble. That same day, two of the disciples were traveling to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking together about all the things that had happened. While they were talking and arguing, Jesus himself came along and began to walk with them, but they were prevented from recognizing him. And Jesus said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you are having as you are walking? They stopped walking and looked discouraged. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem that does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And Jesus said to them, What things? So they said to him, 
the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in his words and actions before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. We were hoping that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. And some women from our group who arrived at the tomb early amazed us. When they did not find his body, they came back to us saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Others from our group went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But Jesus, they did not see. Then Jesus said to them, How foolish are you and slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken? Did they not teach that the Christ must suffer these things and then enter his glory? So beginning with the teachings of Moses and all of the prophets, Jesus explained to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. When they were approaching the village where they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going to travel farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it will soon be evening and the day is almost gone. So Jesus went in to stay with them. As he sat at the table with them, he took the bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they realized that it was Jesus. And he vanished from their sight. And they said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he explained the scriptures to us? Later that day on Sunday evening, the doors were shut where the disciples were gathered out of fear of the Jews. Suddenly, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now Thomas, one of the twelve disciples, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. He replied to them, saying, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days, Jesus' disciples were together again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, stood in the middle of them and said, Peace to you. Then he turned to Thomas and said, Reach out and put your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not lack faith, but believe. And Thomas responded, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. 
I take you back where we started. The Apostle Paul wrote, For I passed unto you as most important what I also received, that Jesus died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. My friend, this is the Gospel. This is the news that changes everything. So my question to you today in this moment is, do you believe? You can trust Jesus today. Confess your sins that you are a sinner. Repent and turn in faith to Jesus, believing that he is the Son of God who died for you and paid the penalty for your sin. If you do that today, respond to him by faith. He will take your sin and its guilt and he will give you his righteousness so that you can abide in relationship with God, your creator, starting now. My friend, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Want to know more? Visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab, New Life. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. We're also on Facebook at Without Reservation. Missed a program or want to listen again? You can download our app and take the storyteller with you. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friend, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.